0: It's the WP Minute. Support independent WordPress news like this. Go to the wpminute.com slash support. Buy us a digital coffee or join the membership for $79 a year. It really helps support the show. What's your opinion on the new naming convention of what was the Wayfinder, which many of us think of as just a search bar, now named the Command palette. There was some time, uh, moments in time, very briefly, where it might have been called the command center. And if you've not seen this, I'm going to link up obviously the posts uh, in the newsletter, the wpminute.com slash subscribe to join that newsletter. Um, This is your typical feature of an app. This is something that I use quite often in Descript, Notion, my MacBook with uh, Apple's spotlight feature, where you press a quick command on your keyboard and you open up A prompt, and you can kind of type in what short code uh, or shortcut you want to take. In this case, it's going to be about uh, in the first iteration of the command palette, it looks to be just setting up things like uh, full site editing features, global styles, colors, adjustments like that. I suspect it will then start to branch out to do things like create a post, create a page, search your media, maybe add a new user, change a password, uh, something like that. And the label command palette isn't something that really sticks with me. And again, this is my opinion. Uh, This is the love it or hate it of open source and WordPress. This is why it took so long um, with so much passionate conversation around it. A lot of people have a lot of um, opinions on this uh, type of thing going in. And, you know, while it's great, it's also when I look at just to contrast this and compare it to like other things that are happening in the market, I'm going to link up Yoast's current report on uh, CMS market share. And I see things like Wix, Squarespace, um, you know, rising in the rankings, very simple, very easy to use. I know it's two totally different worlds of open source versus, um, you know, closed source commercial versus, you know, again, the freedom of, of, you know, moving code around that we have with WordPress. It makes me wonder, like, I start to see them, you know, taking the market share away from folks like Drupal, uh, and I just, you know, I sit back and say, boy, are we, for such a common feature, this is something that is not unique to WordPress, this search feature, search and command feature, um, that, you know, I, I wonder if, like, Wix and Squarespace actually spend the time thinking about this <laughs> at, at, at length uh like we do in the open source world uh the flip side is hey we do have a voice and folks did uh, you know put out their opinions get their voice heard which is great i just wonder sometimes maybe we could spend that effort with some more important things other than the command palette let me know what you think about the command palette Let's just talk about WordPress media sites for a second here. Running a WordPress news site is very challenging. You've heard me talk about this at nauseum, raising money, keeping it going, funding it, finding writers, keeping interest in... Uh, WordPress news when there's a down cycle like there is now. Um, There's not many things happening. Uh, Generally, the most exciting things are when new versions come out, state of the words. Uh, Matt Mullenweg does a speech about WordPress or there's an acquisition. Um, And then maybe when some new technology enters the market. This AI thing, I think, is one of those examples uh, of that where there's general interest in what's going to happen to WordPress or how does WordPress incorporate itself into AI. Um, But WordCamp EU just ended, and I've held on to this sort of thought for a while. I almost called it a story, but I'm not going to turn it into a story. Um, I didn't want to talk about it before WordCamp EU launched to sort of not detract from, um, you know, the excitement that people had for the event. But this year we were rejected, uh, the WP Minute, we were rejected to be a media partner. Uh, Last year we were rejected to be a a media partner, and... um, we were a media supporter, and we did a lot last year uh, for WordCamp EU. Uh, Raquel was there. Uh, Raquel was there again this year, but we didn't do anything. Um, but she was, you know, live tweeting, taking photos. We wrote a couple blog posts about it. Uh, we did podcasts about it, and then we did a hashtag awareness campaign where if you took a picture with, you know, Matt Cromwell. Um, we raised some money, and we raised a few hundred dollars. I know some other brands matched it, and I was happy to see uh, other folks do that same thing again this year uh, at WordCamp Europe. But the interesting thing is, um, you know, when you look at WordCamp organizers and their perception of, like, what media is, um, it's it's a real head-scratcher. Uh, when I look at the media partners that were on board this year, and I look at the work that they did or did not do my friends included. Um, you know, it's a real head scratcher how these folks were able to just become media partners, and it's because they're you know their brands. Maybe they they don't criticize WordPress often. Maybe they don't criticize WordCamp Europe like I have you know before in the past. Um, and I start thinking about like WordCamp US, and I'm not going to apply for WordCamp uh, US media partnership because. The way that I've always seen it is there's a boatload of work for a media partner to do, blog posts, social media, live interviews, all of this stuff, for very little return um, other than just like logo placement. And while it is something that I'm constantly trying to do here at the WP Minute is to get the brand awareness out and to get logos in many as many places as possible – Um, that return isn't there. And especially when it's not appreciated. I do have a long email from uh, the WordPress media partner organizer from WordCamp Europe, gave me a whole laundry list of reasons why I wasn't uh, included, you know, for this year, this Big complex algorithm matrix that they use on a spreadsheet to determine points, um, which was hilarious because the quality of work that I did last year uh, versus the absolutely no blog posts, absolutely no media coverage from some of the media partners that were on this list this year, uh, it's just shocking. Uh, it, it's shocking and it's not at the same time. You know, if you ever look at the media kit you'd think that this is like the world's largest tech event uh, that, you're, that you're going to and you get two free tickets for doing all of this work. <clears throat> you know, and WordCamp US is only, you know, a couple months away at this point and I've not heard any anything and th- this is a real opportunity for um, these WordCamps and WordPress and Automatic, I think, to work with media creators like, like myself and like my peers to actually put out content, to actually cover Uh, these stories and promote these uh, events in new ways. You know, many people, you know, hats off to, you know, Bob WP. He's the only one on the media partner list that I think actually did the work. Like he was there taking photos. He was using the hashtags. He was making blog posts and he was doing podcasts. Um, If you look at all the media partners and look back at their, at their work, again, my friends included, you saw nothing. Uh, And it's, it's, It's a real deflating situation. So I'm bringing this up because if you're eventually going to be a media, or excuse me, a WordCamp uh, organizer yourself, if you're thinking about promoting events, you know, I'm a one and a half person shop, uh, a two person shop basically uh, at the WP Minute. Um, There are other outlets that are also one person that really work, uh, that work really hard at this stuff. You know, there's a lot of criticism that goes both ways, I get it. Um, but there's less dollars and less people involved in most WordPress media sites. And I know for from you know my perspective, we're always try- barely keeping our head above water to really continue to do this thing. we're I've talked about this before. We're not this big media site. We're not you know funded by hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, like your typical media site that you might think of. Heck, even the tavern. Isn't so you know, there's it works both ways. We're looking for a little bit of love in both directions, but you know, after two years of being declined from WordCamp Europe, has really left a sour taste in my mouth. Um, I do have the spreadsheet that if you're interested in seeing it, I do have the email response and I do have the spreadsheet. I was going to post them publicly in a blog post, but I decided not to do that. We'll just chat about it here on the podcast. Airwaves, what are your thoughts on WordPress? media. What's your thoughts on, on WordPress? How, how's your summer going? My summer is starting to get hot, starting to get busy. Um, send me an email, matt at thewpminute.com if you want to support the show because, yeah, we're, we're looking to survive here. <laughs> uh, if you want to sponsor us the easiest way, if you're an individual, if you're a small team, you can't really spend a lot of money, go to thewpminute.com slash support. You can buy us a digital copy. You can join the membership in the Slack group for $79 a year. Uh, that really helps us and uh, gets you involved in the w- weekly WordPress news. If you're a uh, media partner person, <laughs> reach out and chat to me about that. Maybe we can make things uh, a little bit better. If you want to support the show and become a uh, sort of more corporate sponsor, like my friends at Bluehost, at Pressable, and Kinsta, uh, send me an email, matt at the WP minute. That's it for today's episode. Go ahead and share it on social media. We'll see you next week.